You're listening to I'm trying to find my place in life. Oh no! In life, do or we need on to? My d- notes. Oh, okay. If, if if we need to talk about this right now, absolutely. I think that we should. We're definitely here for you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, but you're good. I'm good. Kathy, you good? I'm good. Kim, you good? I'm good. Okay. We're good. And I hope you're good. You who are listening to. The Korean Drama Podcast. Welcome back. This is Steve. This is Kathy. This is Kim. Yes. And uh, let's get into it. We left off last episode at uh, Jojo, uh, mm-hmm. whatever her name is, uh, eating or drinking uh, Edka, a very terrible, terrible off Oh, yeah. I was like, Rayo who's Jojo? Vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not Svedka, but Edka. Edka. That's, mm-hmm. that's what they have in Korea and Itaewon uh, at the fancy bars. Um. So yeah, she she gets some drunk ideas, does some stuff, and then decides, I want to work at Tanbam. Mm-hmm. But there's a little bit of an issue with her plan, and that is that Roy Bolcut has already hired Puppy Dog to work at the restaurant. Because if we remember, Puppy Dog was get got fired at the restaurant that he worked at previously. And I Which just is, truly felt so bad for him. Yeah. Seems Which like is, a really hard worker. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, actually, to realize. I thought Puppy Dog this whole time was getting, you know, his trust fund. Uh, he was a trust fund baby, basically, being paid for. But looks like uh, they go into more of that and we realize he's complete. It seems like he's completely on his own. Yeah, at least emotionally, for sure, in the beginning. Like, he's getting <laughs> beat up. Emotionally, definitely, for sure. Yeah. Definitely emotionally on his own. Yeah, his mama does not care. She just wants to shop. Like, truly sees her son bleeding from the lip because yeah. Kylo Ren punched, like, sucker punched a child because we are in a flashback, if that's not clear. What a ridiculous scene. Truly horrible. I, like- am, I-, I am curious from a production standpoint, like, did they film everything that had his hair that color first, or is that a wig? Mm. If you're I... from the production team, call into the show. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Show us the day out of days. You know, we just want to know how'd you guys orchestrate this? Is it a wig? Tell us all your secrets, all yeah. your K drama secrets. If they do dye it, I hope they do it all in one day because that's just simply not good for your hair to keep dyeing it back and forth. I, mean, I want to assume yeah. that uh, they did all the scenes with his hair brown first, mm-hmm. and then they're like, once we torch it to this bleach blonde, it's it's gone. So and he has we'll to like shave it off after. Yeah, <laughs> like or, the actor's like, oh, it's done. I have to look this up while we're recording because I wonder, like, what does the actor's hair look like mm-hmm. usually? Does it is it does he like have that hair? What's what's your guess? Probably I'm, not. He's gonna have like black hair or lightly. I, Lately, uh, what do you call it? Highlighted. Highlighted. I'm going to guess, knowing how the show treats these poor, poor men's hair, that it's much better in his real life than what it is on the show. Because this show. Yeah. It's always amazing to see them not in their character because it's like, oh, they look, you know, not evil or not ugly or whatever. The show does a good job of making them. Yeah, they have an attractive haircut. That's that must be what the magic of acting is about. Yes. Damn, you guys are right. He has normal hair. Mm-hmm. He has normal hair. Um, he originally <laughs> debuted as a model. Oh, on Bohyun. I looked him up first on IMDb, and uh, his picture on IMDb is him in Itaewon class, which is obviously not the the answer we're looking for. No. I mean, it's IMDb. pretty amazing that IMDb would even have uh. Korean talent on well, there. Well, it's an international movie database, my man. It's got Damn. all the countries. You're right. I mean, he is like... Ooh. Oh. He is good looking. Yeah. They really did a number. They really did a number on him. Mm. It's like Itaewon class, the show was like, we don't like that people objectify the men in this show, so we're gonna give them all objectively awful haircuts so you cannot... <laughs> 
find any of them attractive. Yeah, they were like, we heard about this Korean drama podcast um, and uh, we know that they will objectify one man specifically. Mm -hmm. We're not going to give them that opportunity. (laughs) Full stop. No, no thirst in our show. Thank you. They must have felt uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't like it. No. Mm -hmm. Well, well, I'm glad I spent the time to look that up. Honestly, like important. I mean, if you're listening, just look up on on Bo Hyung. And uh, then you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, another thing I want to point out is mm-hmm. um, uh, when I saw how kind of like flighty and kind of just what, what's the right word to describe um, puppy's actual mother. She's she's like very like into shopping. Like she's like, oh, there's my son who got beat up by, mm-hmm. you know, but then time to go shopping. It, it's a little bit hard for me to buy that. Someone as uh, calculating and um, seemingly full of self-control and wisdom or whatever, no matter how twisted that wisdom may be, like Darth Father, would bother entangling himself with someone like that. And I I agree. I, I thought it was interesting that she appeared to live in the house, like, mm-hmm. or at, le- at least she was coming out of what seemed to me like it was... Um, Darth Father's house and I was like if, if it's such a shame to you culturally that you have had this child out of wedlock it's very interesting that the person that you had the child with and the child lives in your house yeah my guess is that Darth Father is like a little psychopathic in his sexual tendencies and like treats it, treats his like sexual partners as like it's almost like a hygienic release, you know. It's like oh, this is something I gotta do. Um, mm. And then maybe the mom tried to like trap Darth Father, but didn't like realize that he has no emotions, so like oh. wasn't able to do it. That's very believable. Mm. You know, it's like you hear about how CEOs they love they're like the big they tend to be really big into like BDSM and being controlled because mm-hmm. in their normal day lives daytime you know lives they're they're always in control and making the decisions and stuff like that sometimes you just mm. want someone to whip you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's probably what's happening maybe she whips him with his like calligraphy pens and like <laughs> so, I, I don't know what's happening there. yeah well because later on in the um flashback puppy dog's a little older he's like college age and he's like I, or high school age he's like i want to leave to go to boarding school in seoul while Darth Father is calligraphing his all-time favorite saying, which is how it's translated, um, the strong should prey on the weak. The strong should... Pr- should uh, Is there a should in there? It should prey oh, on the weak? Oh, maybe... No, you're right. I don't see it. Maybe, the strong maybe it's a prey strong on the weak. do prey on the weak The strong something? just does... Like Darwinism, yeah. basically. Yes. Something like that. Survival and of is the he, fittest. Is he, um, uh, is he writing it in, like, in Chinese? Oh yes, yes, yes. So he's so um cuz I know, know he's like very traditional with his whole outfit and you know yeah, all, all yeah. that. He's a classicist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a classic guy kind of guy. And uh and, and and in classic Korea there was a lot of Chinese characters in the written system before people were like fed up with it and they're like this makes no sense for our language. Mm-hmm. Um just like in Japanese you have the kanji mm. Korean it's called hancha. And Oh yeah, hancha. So in grade school at a certain point they probably still learn it to this day, but there's these like ancient like proverbs or these like maxims, these words of wisdom that are often broken down into like four characters, right? So that's what he's kind of, you learn these kind of things in grade school, like uh, like stuff like we learned, like uh, like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that something like that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have to learn like the four Chinese characters that symbolizes the saying or whatever. So I guess he's just kind of like stuck in uh, fifth grade, like just repeating that over and over. I mean, good for him finding a hobby, you know, pursuing a craft. That is very admirable. Sure. You know, no, taking time out of his so. day for he himself. He seems like a damn psychopath. Well, he is. He is. That's true. He's not doing it on his own time. He's doing Unhinged. that. Unhinged. Yes. He's doing that for the purpose of telling puppy dog a message mm-hmm. right all of his little passive aggressive psychotic like little strategies yes. and stuff very mm-hmm. passive aggressive but he does and let he, puppy dog go and i really liked puppy dog in that scene because mm. he he was he was really like his his father is being very you know weird and manipulative and he was just like 
hey, yeah, okay, um, it's obvious that um, I, you guys don't need me here. I don't really need you here either, like, or I don't really need to be here, you know, so I'm going to get out of here and go be my own person. That was a bold move for Puppy yeah. Dog. Uh, and he, I was surprised. Admirable. I was surprised he didn't get like slapped or anything for being so direct. Yeah. Right. But yeah. maybe, maybe Darth Father's like, oh, the stakes are so low because you're not actually the person that I, right. you know, I, right. I, I don't respect you at all. Right. No more like chicken intimidation tactics. Like, I want you to kill a animal or whatever. Right. Like like, oh my right. God. I forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. An yeah. absolute nightmare from hell. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Puppy Dog wants to make it on his own, though, in the city, and that's why he got that job at the restaurant before, and that's why he's getting a job with Roy Bullcut now, because he sees Roy Bullcut as kind of like an adult model figure, role model figure, and wants to make up for getting him in trouble earlier, which is all very nice. He's really daddy issuing, putting all of his daddy issues on a Roy yeah. Bullcut. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Roy oh Bullcut. my god, a functional adult man? Teach me how to be healthy, (laughs) mentally. Puppy dog, Jojo, they're all like uh, magnetically attracted to this kind of weird fatherly figure that Roy Bullcut projects. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why why Emily and Paris Jojo can't work at the restaurant because Roy Bullcut doesn't have the money to pay for both of them and hat and blue hair. Um, So when hat and blue hair come back... They're like, what's going on? And Emily is kind of like, well, I'm the manager now. <laughs> Just like kind of announces it out of nowhere. And um, everyone's kind of like, what? He just slams down what he had. He had these two big bundles of stuff that they just bought at the yeah. store and just slams all that down. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, what a what a waste of product. Come on. Yeah. Oh, Come on. Well, they have this like really weird uh, family dinner where Am- Emily calls Hat Mr. Scary Face, which I just thought was very funny, although mean. Um, and then she basically takes on the whole restaurant and like gives it a little uh, Gordon Ramsay kitchen nightmares like oh hell yes. yes you know restaurant rescue yeah restaurant rescue she's <laughs> so like true, this is what so you're true. doing bad let me show you how to fix it um and Roy Bolka's kind of like well why do you want to work here you know you're very good at your job or whatever and she says she's following her gut so uh, which is not true no she just we saw last episode she tried to decide with a flip of a coin and they just failed to catch it before it hit the water <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> well I would I mean, say she's following her heart because she, yeah. like, I'm thirsty for a hottie in the show. She is thirsty for Roy Bullcut. Definitely. And we don't agree that. We do not agree. We, we just, we just, you know, Roy Bullcut is, he, what a handsome guy in his own, in his own way, but not in the way that hottie was for us. No. I mean, would R. Roy Bullcut, do you think he's ever going to get a hairstyle change? No. No. I mean, you're right. He's had that hair since, like, high school. So <laughs> if he hasn't changed it. Seven years later, then I guess that's what he it's is. It's not part of his 15-year plan. It's not no, part of the 15-year plan. That's and not it's, part of it. Maybe it's like a bit in a Steve Jobs kind of a way that's like, right? Isn't it Steve Jobs that like, wore all the same outfit? Because he was mm. like, then I don't have to think mm. about that. Maybe Roy Bullcut's like, you know what? I got to keep this haircut because then I don't have to think about One less thing my to worry hair. about. Yeah. yeah. Running a restaurant, there's a million different things you have to worry about all the mm. time. Yes. That's very smart. Hmm. Yeah. Smart, but not great for the eyes. I mean, you could have picked a different haircut. Yeah, come on, my dude. Well, anyway, at Jenga, um, the stocks are getting weird. Like, Kang has a huge portion of the stocks now. She's like 25%, um, which gives her like a very large ownership of the company. And Darth Father is concerned, but Kang plays super dumb. Um and uh, Roy Bullcut is watching the Playing stocks the then as uh, they're gearing up for their grand reopening. But that's not the only thing on Darth Father's mind because he is setting up dates for Kylo Ren. Yeah, well, like, yes. uh, like, arranged and that mar- is arranged dates. Yes. yes, and that's a bit of what we were seeing in um, Secret Garden. Garden. Oh, yeah. don't wash it from your memory. You I couldn't even think. It. I could not think of the name. I was like, what? What was that called? Long gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Typical like evil parenting strategy. Yes. <laughs> uh, a forced setup uh, with somebody you don't even know. 
Right. And all, he, but it was very pressured to like marry her because she owned some, she was like the heiress to some like sauce corporation or something. I don't even remember. Some other food company. Yeah. 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 It's all like chess moves to like take over other companies. Which, yes. is, which is exactly the same thing that happened to Richie in Secret Garden. It's like yeah. they were like, we like, we're doing this as like part of a business transaction to maintain status. Yeah. Well, I like how the henchman to Darth Father has to like be like, sir, I noticed. I think Kylo is <laughs> a thing for her. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, he has a crush. <laughs> I was so mad at him for blowing Kylo Ren's spot. Stay uh, out of your mind your own business. Yeah. Man. I thought that was so funny. I mean, sometimes the sometimes the henchmen on this show, they they do push the boundary of like Really? Yep. Yep. They're like because because uh, a couple episodes ago when they were sitting outside a puppy dog's house, the driver was like, sir, you should go say hi to your son. And he was mm. like, no, no, no. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You're right. Sometimes I wonder if the henchmen are really pulling the strings here. They, yeah. You know, behind every great man is a great henchman. I mean, support staff <laughs> yes. really, mm-hmm. they've, they've yeah. got a finger on the pulse. They do. That's right. Speaking of, everyone's gearing up for the grand reopening of Dunbum. And guess what? <laughs> It goes great. Every it's super packed. They make Surprise. a ton of money, but um, Emily in Paris is like, that's not going to keep people from coming back, right? They need to figure out what's going to keep this momentum going. Um, and so while that's happening, Darth Father is talking to Lindsay Lohan, who he knows now that his son has a crush on, and basically tells her that you know he approves of her or whatever if she wanted to bang his son i guess i think Um, date or marry his son but yes the bang is implied i guess yes yeah um it's real weird it is funny that he is perceptive enough to realize you know he's like he's always so he's always scheming right so he asks her do you have a you know i heard that my son is into you and then he looks for her reaction and her reaction is kind of like oh shit and then he's like yeah you're not interested in him Mm. are you my loser son yeah, I'm not interested in him either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But oh, he's man. still like very adamant that she has to like choose Jenga over her friends. Like he knows that she's friends with uh, Roy Bolka, and he's basically like, no, 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 you are faithful to me and me only. Um, mm. Which is important because Emily and Roy Bolka run into her on the street and she like totally ignores them, but like in the most ostentatious way ever. She's like, don't call me, and like runs away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very... This is after she's been drinking alone. Yes. Oh, does that, did that happen back then too? I thought, so she's thinking, she's like really oh, wait, being maybe Lindsay Lohan and just drinking and just causing a mess all, all throughout. Yes. I, something that I find very interesting, um, and now I'm not sure if I am jumping ahead with the drinking alone, but when she's drinking alone, she appears to have gotten bottle service for herself. So is bottle service like very common in Korea? Because like we've seen it for two people. We've seen it at the club. You know, we've seen it for a table full mm. of people. Good, good observation. Because I noticed that too when they went to the club mm. and I'm like, damn, they got like three bottles plus like the little, you know, obligatory water, waters and uh, soft drinks next to it. But it's like, mm-hmm. that's one bottle per person, basically. Yeah. For I mean, it's a, I know Koreans can drink, but oh my God. Number one. Yeah, that just you know, I don't know how realistic that is, but we'll just go along with we'll it. We'll just let it slide. Yeah. Well, so we're back at Dunbum and Roy Bullcut is now cooking because it's Blue Hair's day off. And oh, and every- I really just really sorry, I'm mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, I just I really I was so fascinated by this. Earlier in the episode you see this on Blue Hair and then you also see mm-hmm. it on Roy Bullcut that they're wearing this little mat like little this little mouth guard. shield. Yeah. Yes. I love and- that. I was just, and we do also see masks in this episode, which obviously, since we've been in the pandemic now for a year, we're well familiar with. But this is filmed pre-pandemic, and it caught me off guard. Legit, I was like, "Did they shoot this during pandemic?" Well, no, yeah. At first, impossible. I was like, "At first, I was like, yeah, yeah, mask." But then I was like, "Oh, weird." But then she was very much like, "This isn't about like, like my spit or like whatever protecting my health. This is about pollution. Like, yeah, pollution yes. is bad. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. is that is true." But yeah, I love the little um the little face screen for when you're cooking. I thought that yes. I took a picture of it. Yeah. We should really like, implement that it. here. We really should. Yeah. I mean, at least we have masks now, but for the for different reasons, but yeah. um yeah, I was interested in it. I was like, "Huh. 
And they're also wearing latex gloves. I'm like, oh, is that the new standard in Korea? That's that's uh, that's I different. I hope so. That's why their transmission transmission rate is so low. Hmm. They were showing us signs of like how to live life uh, yeah. back then. Mm. When they that's why they were so prepared. Mm-hmm. Well, it mm. turns out when we see Roy Bullcut cooking that he's actually like an amazing cook. Um, and right, there... which was foreshadowed before yes. with his with his dad. Yes. <laughs> his dad. And they oh. also reveal, oh, sweet daddy. They also reveal that Blue Hair had no cooking experience prior to taking this job. Right, and they met at a factory, which I didn't yeah. know if factory was like they were referring to prison or they were really referring to a factory that that they worked at together. That's a good question because I thought that's he was on a fishing true. boat. Yeah, that's oh maybe yeah, and oh, okay, I don't know. Or fishing boat is factory. Maybe that's like a translation. We haven't seen very much mm. blue hair backstory yet, and I'm sure we'll get to that. Right, but... we haven't seen like blue hair and Roy. Yes. Yes. In the way that we saw Hat and Roy. Right. Who, by the way, I'm gonna. I had to this. I had to rename Hat Mm -hmm. uh, because I felt Mm. like Hat no longer suited him. Nor nor did Scarface. I just call him Goon now. Goon. Goon? He's such a goon. He is a little bit of a goon, and I love him for being such a goon, like through and through. Oh. Well, he's gonna be a goon in this next scene because Puppy suggests that after their shift they go clubbing, which is not 11 a.m., so it's not appropriate clubbing time. If it was I'm so, to but that was so funny too because they were all waiting for the bus and they were just like, "Well, the bus is not here yet, so should we <laughs> yeah. go to the club?" Go and clubbing. I was like, "While the, before the bus gets here." <laughs> yeah, that's so funny that's to be young and um, to have the double standard that uh, men can show up at the club. In a soccer jersey and get led into the club, mm-hmm. and you know, I bet Emily worked her. We didn't see it, but I bet Emily talked to the bouncer because you know Emily's good at that stuff. You know, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I was Absolutely. like, "It's okay, they're with me." I'm gonna yeah. tweet about this. I'm yeah, put it on my TikTok. If anything, I would imagine Emily had to pull strings to get Goon in because he's wearing a freaking that is soccer yes. jersey because like, he's we not can't dressed allow well. Right, he's gonna yeah. buy us three bottles of bottle service. It's fine. Yep, she was she yeah she was ahead of him the mm-hmm. whole time for sure. You but guys are right. You guys are right. Before they leave, Goon has never been clubbing and he's like really nervous to go. So Emily like <laughs> teaches him how to hit on women in a club. It is very, it's very funny. Um, I love this. Scene. He fully, he, he really seems really creepy. So yes. funny. Oh my God. Oh, just like this, his, just this ridiculous like moves where he jumps off of the balcony like he just yeah <laughs> oh my god when he spots the f- the first person he wants to dance with and he parts his the crowd oh using god. his whole literally like, swims wingspan. through them yeah you see people being like what the fuck so funny what are you yeah. doing bro like <laughs> and i don't even think that he's like you know they have three bottles of alcohol but i don't even think he's like wasted at this point i think he's just so excited yeah, yeah i think that's yeah. his true self yeah, oh, he's yeah. like just so oh, joyful yeah. and happy, you know. And and uh, Emily calls that out. Like she sees that he's so excited about this, even though he's like, "I've never been." He acts all innocent, but then she realizes she she calls him a pervert. Like to the mm. side, the puppy's like, "He's actually a real pervert." Like he's really yeah. into this. It's like, yeah. whoa, d- dog, just calm down. You know what I loved about Emily's tutorial is that she was like, "Let the woman see you, and then let mm. the woman like judge if she wants to dance with you or not, and if she doesn't." It's okay. You'll see other women. You know, it was mm-hmm. very like, yeah. yeah, this is all, this all makes sense. Although Practical at the same time. Advice. Yeah. The, at the same the time. I, young person. I will say that when I was in college and would go to the club, um, w- at the end of my senior year of college, like the last semester of my senior year, I started wearing a fanny pack to the club <laughs> so that I could prevent people from uh. doing that. That's oh, like I was to give like, you space yeah. between the person yeah, behind like, you or something? I was like, ah, I don't want people to be around me well, like see, that. I'm just trying to dance. They did a bad thing because they should have let them see you first before they touched you. And then yeah. you could give the yay or nay. And then they could be in like the perfect world. But in they didn't take world. this tutorial. But a fail safe is if you can't do that, then then wear a fanny pack and you can always flip it around so that if somebody's trying to dance up on you, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, why are you wearing a fanny pack at the club? And then they will leave. Now, if you can, the, the, the real struggle here is getting into the club with a fanny pack. I guess they're <laughs> they're cool now if you wear it across your body and then you can change it to round the waist True. inside. Yeah, you need so. Emily there to get you in. 
That's a hot tip from me. Man, if only my friend uh, in college got through these kind of pointers. One time yeah. we were at ladies' night at the Walker Hill in, in uh, I think it's Yongsan in Korea. And, uh, you know, club night, ladies drink free. So, you know, it's a good crowd. And then I remember my friend being like, oh, I'm going to dance with her. And then like, she, like hat, like hat, just like, just like hat goon. Like, so that, but there's like this little mini stage and usually it's only girls allowed on the stage for whatever reason. But then he decides, uh, I'm going to charge up through the crowd and then tries to jump up on stage. And then this girl was like, what? No. Then does this X symbol and then uses <gasps> the X to push him back off the stage. <laughs> I love her. Oh, I love that. Oh, oh man. That's another oh. hot tip. Put that right in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Keep the defensive X. No. Yeah, it's a strong move and it's effective. If you, you don't have a fanny pack it. lying around, there you go. It's a good backup. A very clear visual mm-hmm. message if the other uh, cues uh, weren't obvious enough. Yes. I love that. I'm never going to look at that emoji the same way. I'm only going <laughs> to think yeah. of yeah. that emoji as. No, clubbing. get out of the club. Yeah. No, find someone else. Well, who should the first person that um, goon approach but blue hair? And I thought it was very interesting because the, the way that they were revealing that it was blue hair was because of their tattoos. Mm. And I didn't catch that. Yeah, well, that's what I guess that's what my interpretation was because she had a tattoo on like her clavicle and then she also had one on her lower back and obviously you wouldn't see the lower back one at work but like i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i thought that was the like revealing mm. feature of like oh this is somebody you know and i was like what well, we've never seen this before now that i'm saying it out loud i probably made that up no since... no i think I, I, i'll admit i was that. completely caught off guard i didn't even see that coming i i'm an idiot i feel like i didn't see i didn't see it I was yeah, completely I think blindsided. We're say the same thing. I we would not see it coming. You know, I knew it was going to be someone important because they had spent right. so much time focusing on it. But I was like, truly, who could it be? And I was like running through the cast list. I was like, maybe it's that girl. Remember who gave chocolates to Roy Bullcutt in that one scene and then disappeared? Oh, at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, but then it, it made total sense that it was blue hair. I um, mean, you guys gave it so much more thought than I did. I was just like, oh no, like because, uh, because. Uh, Emily in Paris says, oh, no, not her. She's way too good for you. Mm. And so my first thought was that she was going to be mad and like push him, get her ex out and push him out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then my second thought was that she was going to be charmed because he flashes the double yeah. hearts. Also, so I took cute. a picture of. It yeah. was so funny. I took a photo, too, of yes, his like, creepy face. Like, I'm like, I'm going to have this as my background. <laughs> it was so so funny <laughs> yeah. but then i was like oh my gosh maybe she's into it and then i was like oh my god they know each other oh god it was like, a huge reveal oh so funny i have to comment also like just the way he decides to stick his arms out from each side of her head yeah like a yeah. zombie and just it's like not this smooth. is the move yeah <laughs> He like takes but, everything a little too literal, you know. Yeah. He he was following the rule. He was trying to be step respectful, step. like, mm-hmm. "Hey, let her know that you're there," and that's what he was doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very endearing in in its own way. Yeah. So then, uh, blue hair goes up and joins their table. They are all very surprised and ask some slightly rude questions, but yeah, inappropriate, very questions. inappropriate questions. Mm. Um, and then, but then, what really sets blue hair off is that. She finds out that everyone liked Roy Bolcut's food and like is offended that like that's what made today at work good was basically that she wasn't there. Um so she leaves. Which is hurtful. It is very hurtful. Mm. I totally missed that. I missed it too. Oh, I, I was, was like they seem kind of rather disappointed in finding out that uh Blue Hair is transgender rather mm-hmm. than curious or confused or like surprise it's kind of like huh but i guess i don't know i still that scene kind of confused me a little bit but maybe i just need to rewatch it i thought that she was leaving because they were saying stuff that was offensive i mean i think they were but i i did think that she was handling all the offensive stuff like pretty much in stride yeah um but yeah, i don't yeah. know i could be wrong but mm-hmm. then we rejoin her at don and everyone is complaining about the food so emily confronts her it is like actually pretty sad. Emily's like quite mean about it. Very mean. 
So then and there's one person cooking for this entire fucking restaurant. Yeah, that is wild. That's so much work. It's so much work. Everyone's mean. Roy Bullcut, why don't you go in there and help? But you then, guys got three front of house yeah. and one back of house. I don't think so. And, and yeah. she's the one that has to wash the dishes yeah. too. No, 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 no. Ridiculous. And then to pour salt into the wound, they have a, a staff meeting without blue hair. And um, while she's still working, yeah, she's and, hiding behind the corner. Yeah, it's very rude. Emily very rudely blows Blue Hair's cover to Roy Bullcut. I mean, she did say Emily, or um, excuse me, Blue Hair did say in the club that Roy Bullcut knew that she was trans, but it's also very not cool to like out your coworkers to your boss who you may or may not know, right? Um, because she does say that she thought she she thought that Roy actually didn't know. Yeah, which makes it infinitely worse because she thought that he didn't know and then like this whole scene it seems like she thinks that it's a fireable offense which is not it's discrimination yeah yeah, yeah. emily's trying real hard it's not a good look for emily she's trying really no. hard to get blue hair fired not only because she's a bad cook which i think is actually an okay reason to fire a cook um, especially when you're she's the only cook yeah you only have this one damn cook but then, like, I feel like Emily could have stopped it there. But then Emily's like, no, we also got to discriminate against her. It's like, OK, Emily, calm down. Um, so Roy Bullcut brings out blue hair in front of everyone, which I think is very embarrassing. I felt very bad for blue hair. Who heard the whole thing, by the way? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, confronts blue hair because the food's not good, but then gives blue hair an envelope with twice her month's pay and says, you know what? Blue hair has worked harder than anyone. She didn't get me in trouble. She's going to work twice as hard with twice. I'm going to raise her salary by twice. And she's going to work here. God damn it. That was a, that was a nice that was... little scene. That was a very. It was nice. And also, so I'm thinking risky, but that's, you know, you got to believe in your staff, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a very unconventional way to motivate them to uh, work twice as hard. <laughs> Guilt trip was... them. I was very nervous because I didn't know which direction it was going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm very pleased that it ended up the way that it was. But also at first when he gave her the money, I was like, is this so she can take cooking classes or what the hell is all this That's what I thought too. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like severance. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I did think that too. But like then he like, because he was like, here's your money. And then was like, here's X here. It's twice your pay. And I was like, where are they going with this? But I also thought it was weird that like we've established that he is a very good cook. Why didn't I mean, I guess we find this out also, but like it seemed weird that he didn't offer to like try to give her any tips on cooking or a teacher. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that Roy Bullcutt seems to have overlooked in the operation, the day to day operation of a restaurant, which is maybe tasting your food. Right, because he he just runs on passion. He's not thinking about the fundamentals. And again, I read this book, but there must not have been that much information. There's no recipes in the book. That's true. There's no like agendas. It's also, yeah, it is also like quite a weird move to hire somebody to be your cook who's never been a cook before because cooking is so much more of like a, a... Difficult. I mean, I don't want to. His say justification skill, was that he like, liked her lunches that she made for him. Yes. Right. 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 Which couldn't. I don't know. Because how did she then become a bad cook? Is it just like the cooking for so many people? I don't know. It could also it just could be, be that like she's really good at making sandwiches, yeah. and she's not good at making sandwiches. You know, like yeah, exactly. know, I would love a pub that just had sandwiches. You know, like Hell give me yeah. that pub. <laughs> I don't need Hell tofu yeah. stew. Give me it. Fucking bread and cheese. Just I'm like, also honestly, white. <laughs> unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. Yeah. I have white parents. Like, mm-hmm. come on, just that, take that's... me to Olive Garden and give me the, the yeah the appetizers. <laughs> right, that is the Olive Garden. Yeah. Sometimes I don't have any taste. Hey, it's okay. You know. Oh, by the way, I also thought it was weird that uh, he just happens to have this envelope with the exactly the double amount of. Uh, Platinum yeah. hair's uh, uh, salary or uh, her wages for a month. He was prepared. Like- He's always prepared. He's got a fifteen-year plan. He's prepared. He's got a fifteen-year <laughs> plan. This is, is this all part of his plan to have this uncomfortable sit-down in front of the entire staff? You know what? I think it is because it gets to it gets him to make the point that like people don't believe in him because he's an ex-convict, but he's also a person 
And people don't believe in blue hair because she's trans, but she's a person and we just got to be nice to people. We got to believe in people. Mm. They're like circumstances don't make the person, you know? He's got the whole like after school special all prepped up he and ready does. to go. He really <laughs> sees that he really, I, I, I don't, uh, am I jumping ahead? I don't want to, I don't want to jump ahead. Nah, you and can I'm jump not, wherever I, you want. I, yeah. I, just like he, he, do, he, he sees the potential in people and we see this later because, um, well, this is jumping ahead, but. Uh, because Blue Hair does eventually learn how to be a good cook. Mm-hmm. And also through like through that, uh, uh, Emily in Paris learns how to be a better manager because she's learning how to uh, give mm-hmm. like criticism better. And Blue Hair is learning how to cook better. Yeah. Yeah. There's so like when a- we're kind, everyone wins. And that's the 15-year plan right there. Mm-hmm. It's like he's like, okay, he can't always see the micro, right? This is what we talked about in the last mm-hmm. episode, but he can see the macro, which is a skill. Mm. True, true. It, you know, it, it all reminds me of how important these kind of people skills really are in the operation of probably any business, but especially like a restaurant. It's like a restaurant, you'll have the most randomest hodgepodge of people forced to work together under intense, high-pressure, you know, fast environments, you know, and it's like, uh, it's a really a, an experiment on, on different people's personalities. Yeah, for sure. Well, while this is all happening, this is a deep cut, but remember those deep mean cut. girls from the high school, from Emily's oh high school? Oh my gosh. They're back. Cut. The- I, it took me a minute. It took me until, well, I, I won't jump ahead, but it took me until almost the end of this scene to figure out who these people were. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, they're just mad because she got expelled. The mean girl did. Um, so they I start- called her Regina George. Oh, she is right. such a Regina George because they're also wearing pink. It's probably Wednesday. But. Is that is that a mean girl's reference? Ah. Yeah. Steve, Steve. <laughs> uh, I got gotcha. you. Just testing. Just okay, checking, good, making sure. Good. Well, if he's it, not, everybody, he's absolutely lying. I, Get on him. Tweet at Steve. Oh no. Steve, tweet at Steve. It's oh, just man. his handle's just Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> While this whole gathering becomes a slap fest, it's like a real fight. But at the end of it, Emily realizes that Lindsay, in fact did not call the police. It was the mean girl. It was Regina George. And this scene really like low-key gaslit me a little bit because I was like, oh my God, but we saw, I was like, but 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 we saw her call the police. And then I was like, oh my God, did I? I was completely gaslit. Completely. I thought maybe they both did. Yeah. (laughs) But then then the police because they called at the same time, the line was busy. Yes. Right. And this is, <laughs> I don't know. Or, or they just both, you know, like that happens sometimes. Oh, there's like a car crash or something. And like several people call the cops. Once you call the cops, they're like, yes, we already know about this yeah. thing. Yeah. I was genuinely confused for a, a hot second. I was like, what's happening? And also, this is also the time that I, because um, Emily says that to, to Regina, she's like, uh, like I slapped your mom or whatever. And that's at, also at the moment when I put that together mm. and I was like, my mind was just all over the place. Yeah, it they was really, uh, the writers did a good job of having that dialogue, keep jogging your memory about what happened in the past because otherwise I would have been completely lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, while that's all happening, this is when Lindsay Lohan gets so fucking shwasted. Oh, man. Shwasted? She is shwasted. Oh, okay, yes. So I had jumped way ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. Because she was a little... I don't think actually she was drunk in that scene, but now she's shwasted. Now's when she got bottle service for Mm -hmm. herself. Which feels Mm -hmm. like that shouldn't be legal. It feels like no one's drinking with you. (laughs) Well, you can, you know, you can uh, have like a bottle and keep it at the bar and have your name on it. Mm. What? Yeah, you kind of like instead oh, that's of paying nice. for each glass, you just have your own bottle. Oh, I love wow. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She that's probably nice. has that. Yeah. I should hope so. Yeah. So we we find out though in this scene that she didn't call the cops. She started to call the cops and then changed her mind, and that's when the mean girls called the cops. Um but she is feeling guilty about having to choose between Roy Bullcut and her job. She's literally screaming how annoying in the streets, like truly very, uh, oh. just very flamboyantly drunk. We need to get her some food. Yes. You know? 
<laughs> get angry. her some potassium. She's just yeah. yeah, yeah. That bar didn't have. It didn't look like they had a kitchen. No, no. But oh. Roy Bullcut is there to help. He's with his employees and kind of sends them away. But Emily's like, "No, nah, I'll stay." Which is I'm so a sociopath. Weird. I'm gonna do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> um. And it's weird because they're just like, "Okay, she's gonna stay. I yeah. guess we'll just hand this out." <laughs> you know. Yeah. So Lindsay is like asking for Roy Bullcut's business secrets. Um, and he like points to Emily saying it's her management, which I guess is true. Um, and Lindsay like has this whole like mini monologue where she tells him she only cares about himself. Um, and even though Roy Bullcut is like a middle school dropout ex convict, he still makes her feel bad about herself. Um, and Roy Bullcut is like really a low blow, it is a very not, low blow. Not- that doesn't say anything about his character. Yeah, that says more about you than yeah. about him. He's a nice person. Yeah. Which, to that point, he's like, you're always trying your best, so you'll be okay. Like, he's very nice about it. <laughs> Not hurt at all by any of those um, insults. I do you think, think Roy- he just, do you think he goes home at night and he just, like, cries? Because he's like, people are so mean to me and I, I'm so, <laughs> I, I, I let them be and I give them the benefit of the doubt, but deeply it hurts me. I never thought of that possibility. That's a good one. But I just think I just keep thinking that man, he must have read a lot of like self-help books mm. in prison. Um he's low-key earned his uh his own basic like therapist license uh, cuz he's yeah. like everybody's therapist everybody's a therapist basically. I feel like he goes somewhere to hunt humans for sport. Like that's how he <laughs> releases his tension, you know. I am a little worried about oh, what's what's God. being bottled up inside for Yeah. Sure. But while that is all happening, um, Lindsay starts leaning into a kiss and Roy Bullcut is like, cool, I would also like to do that. He closes his eyes. He closes his eyes. It, it looks like he, in his mind, is like, okay, calculate, like, I, I saw it as like him calculating, like, where does this fit in with the plant? Oh, okay, yeah. sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just as their lips are about to touch, freaking Emily in Paris is there pushes Lindsay's face away with her full puts her, palm. Puts her hand on her mouth. Yes. Not sanitary. This is pre-pandemic. Okay. Um, and she tells okay. Lindsay it's a criminal act to kiss someone without consent. But that's what she did in the last uh-huh. episode. Man, oh, so. man. So she knowingly broke the law mm-hmm. that it's she's really, going to use on somebody else. She's very manipulative, that Emily. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man! And I mean, it's like end. you really can't predict what a sociopath is going to do. I suppose, according to this show, like you truly they're going to do whatever they want to do. Uh, it's I mean, it really make, wild. It, yeah. it does make for uh, entertaining uh, TV. Yeah, man. So hold up. At this point, now it's kind of like man. Uh, Lindsay Lohan Sua is is such a self sabotaging wreck. Um, she's conflicted. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to process that phone call or actually, I guess, what am I trying to process? It's like, so she didn't make the phone call, but then why did she confess at the cafe when she was sitting down with Emily and Roy Bullcutt that she made the phone call to rat them out? I was thinking about Am I making that up? Too- Am I, no, have I been gaslighted? No, that's true. I was thinking that's about true. that too. And I think it might be because it doesn't matter in that moment whether or not she made the phone call. Is that no matter what she says, that is what Emily is going to believe. And she can't let Emily have the upper hand. And she knows that Roy Bullcutt will forgive her. Like he always forgives her. Well, you know what? Actually, I'm going to disagree with you, Kathy. Mm. It just occurred Ooh. to me as you explained it. Actually, your point of view ha- helped me realize another angle, which is mm. knowing now, knowing, seeing, like seeing the full extent of uh, Lindsay Lohan's like self-sabotaging nature. She's kind of planting the seeds to just mm. make it easier for her to separate herself and rip herself apart from Roy Bullcut, mm. despite her feelings. I do. I wish, agree. I feel like I wish that she would make mm-hmm. a choice because it feels like she wants her cake and she wants to eat it too. It's like, girl, you you can only have one. So you got to pick. Is it your job or is it Roy Bullcut? And I think that she and Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, but this seems very Korean to to be like, I'm going to self punish for like, uh, like for the like she feels like she should 
she feels like she can't have this thing, so she's going to punish herself about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Number one, Korea, mm, self-punishment. But I do agree. It is like, it's very, as RuPaul would say, she's her own inner saboteur. Mm -hmm. <laughs> RuPaul would be totally relevant in, mm -hmm. in this episode, especially. You got to love um, yourself before you can love anybody else. Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. amen. Now let the music play. Anyway. Oh, shit. What is that song? Oh, God. The you Benfolds? make me cry. Doo -doo 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 right? That's yeah, the song, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the song. Oh, I'm not. I'm I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Or there's another one where they count. I can't remember how good. Oh well. Next time. At hit up at Steve uh, for all <laughs> of your um, you know, uh, Ru RuPaul's drag drag racing uh, theme song. Drag racing. Uh, no, that's the theme song to this show. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know what? Hit at Steve with whatever you feel like, <laughs> whatever comes to mind, hit at Steve. <laughs> at his, all Steve. the social medias, mm -hmm. at Steve. And if it looks like it's a white guy. That might be me. I'm just, cur <laughs> I'm just curious who has this handle. Someone who got on social media very early. Yeah, they were the originators. Yes. You know, at Steve is... Um, just somebody named Steve. It's not like a celebrity. It's not or it's not somebody that's verified. Do they have a photo? Um, How's that haircut? It's hard to oh, say. It's hard Man. to say. He got the original Steve. This mm -hmm. At Steve. Yeah, that's at Steve. And All right. Steve, Fine. yours is, is more complicated than that. Yeah, mine's or, at Steve too. Or <laughs> you could go at Steve-o. Uh, yeah, tweet at Stevo. At Stevo. Tweet at Stevion. Yeah, at tweet tweet at Stevion. Uh, no, don't st tweet at Stevion. He's he's, <laughs> he's like, busy right now. Yeah. Korean drama. What the? He's I on mean, an awards tour. Let's get it. Let's leave him alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He deserves it. Oh man. All right. Okay. Well, I had a lot of fun with this episode. Yeah. How about you guys? Yeah, yeah it was fun. I love these uh, life tutorials that they sprinkle in, especially when it deals with like clubbing. Yes. Reminds oh me of my the good gosh. old days. And now we know how to go to the club yes. if we want to hit on women at the club. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just yeah. got to make sure that you stick your arms stick out. Your arms mm -hmm. out. Let her see you. Mm -hmm. Let her see you. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. But I really liked this episode because, and I, I, I really am enjoying the show in general. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> because I, I don't, I don't have nearly as many notes. Like I'm not writing as much stuff down, mm -hmm. but I'm just, I'm enjoying myself. It's so mm. fun. It is nice. To just watch something that's good. <sighs> so nice. Mm -hmm. So And good. it is, I'm, I'm also glad that, uh, that the, that this is something I talked about a little bit in the last episode, but I'm glad that blue hair storyline did not end up being an anti-trans storyline or a, you know, transphobic storyline that it, it was about, you know, her being able to be herself at work. Totally. Mm -hmm. Or at least so far. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm almost kind of like a little nervous in, in terms of how they might take the storyline, but also it's like, you know, you got to watch. It's like, I, I've never seen this kind of topic uh, approached in a Korean uh, drama. Mm -hmm. So, you know... Um, can't wait for the next episode where we see a glimpse of Darth Father and, and Roy and, and a little bit of everybody just losing it. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, no more clubbing. No more fun mm -hmm. times. It's uh, time to go crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But not, I mean, we've still seen violence in every single episode. And while it was uh, uh, less graphic to watch in this episode because it was just slapping, it was still, you know, we don't need it. No, we don't need it. Still a little bit on the violent side. Do we think sure. that all 16 of these episodes will feature violence of some sort? There has been a violent scene every yeah. episode, huh? I do think that the pattern has violence? been set. Right, right. You know, I do... Uh, there are times when I feel like um, conflicted, right? It's like sometimes it's like the, it's the bully getting beaten. Mm -hmm. Um, and you feel like 
it should feel better, but it kind of still doesn't feel completely right, you know? And it's like, oh, okay, I, I can appreciate these conflicted feelings that these writers are just toying with me on, you know? It's like, hmm, okay, I see what you're doing there. I see, okay. I see. Justice mm-hmm. isn't that simple. Mm-mm. Not that simple. Mm. Neither is ending <laughs> this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess if that's it, then uh, should we sign out? Sure. Sign off, Let's sign, sign out. out, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, this is Steve. Signing out of at Steve, this is Kathy. Signing out of at Steve, this is, I almost said Kathy, my <laughs> name's Kim. <laughs> we're all Kathy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's working. Mm-hmm. We're all at we're all Kathy, but we're all signed into at Steve. Mm-hmm. We like to log in from multiple different, you know, uh devices. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next time. You make me happy. You make me <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue. And our executive producers are Will Choi, Phil Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck Podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hey, I'm Bill Yu, and you may know me from a blog called Angry Asian Man. And I'm Jeff Yang, author, journalist, and celebrity dad. We host a podcast called They Call Us Bruce, an unfiltered conversation about what's happening in Asian America. Each week or so, we host a discussion about some of the most vital and interesting topics in our pop culture and our community, bringing in guests who are shaping and informing this thing called Asian America from Hollywood to D.C. and beyond. Uh, we got media, entertainment, food, family, politics, representation, the good, the bad, the WTF of it all. So check us out wherever you get your podcasts or at theycallsbruce.com. Peace. Peace. Peace.